you're what's the deal it's your boy zeke aka zeke hugo here with the pilot of the home team podcast had nothing to do on a good monday night so you know decided decided to uh pop these two eddies and now just talk my shit so throughout this little you know trial run Probably about to be talking mad stupid shit, like mad random thoughts. But you know, gotta try it. Gotta try it out. Said fuck it, let's start doing some shit. So in this episode, I will just be going through the TLs, talking about what I've been getting into lately. For real, nothing crazy, nothing like serious. For real, just thought I take the time out to try to try this out and uh just talk my shit so uh so yeah first off i want to uh shout out my boy shot he had this little period in park tournament five on five you feel me had your boy out there reffing for sure bought that whistle and uh <laughs> my show got the whistle in the uh referee jersey last minute but you feel me? Made it work with the little greatest in disguise, greatest in disguise headband, a little sauce, a little whistle. You feel me? But yeah, it was a it was a pretty nice turnout. Like these wasn't scrub ass niggas hooping. Like these was some hoopers for real. Like niggas was really freaking that bitch out there. Like you know, three sixties type shit. You feel me? Had the nice little refreshments. Had the mask out for everybody if you need a mask. Had uh had. Had my dog Shelton out there from uh from Etrange. I don't know how to pronounce it, so if I fuck it up, just let me know. But I think it's Etrange and uh, Jazz from the gym. Shout out both of them, you feel me? MSU entrepreneurs. Shout out all the MSU entrepreneurs out there. But uh yeah, it was it was super hot. Like the whole time we was talking about like, bro, you really chose the hottest day out the damn year. And like it was beaming out there, you feel me? But he and he had he had a nice little cooler too. It had full of waters, full of waters and ice, and that bitch ran out in like the first hour. I would say like as soon as niggas started playing, people started getting high. They started taking those waters like rapid rapid fire. You feel me? So as a ref though, you feel me? It was cool. You know, it's kind of hard when you the only ref out there, but you know I tried to make do. Definitely had some funny moments when, you know, niggas started to get activated because, you know, this this tournament was for cheese, but it wasn't like no major cheese. It was like, you feel me? I don't know, a couple hundred dollars maybe. I don't know the prize, but shit. I knew it was I knew it was cash on the floor. So I tried to, you feel me, do my best. But, but gearing towards the end, I was, that he was starting to really hit a nigga. And... I just had to let niggas rock in the last game. It was the fourth quarter. I was just like, yeah, y'all do what y'all do. Because I'm already knowing I ain't going to get these important-ass calls. Niggas looking at me for everything. Like, bro. I'm like, hey, hey. One pair of eyes, my G. But, yeah, it was definitely a good little turnout. Had the little DJ up there. I was like, damn. You feel me? He had the nice little DJ stand. Doggy playing a, playing a little, playing a little bops. You feel me? Had a nice little crowd. Everybody brought their chairs. Had some chairs out there. Saw my dogs. So, yeah, that was cool. 
So, you know, shout out to Shot again. Hope that hope that becomes a yearly thing. You feel me? It wasn't no fights on wasn't no commotions or none. Feel me? Everybody kept cool. Everybody enjoyed themselves. So, you know, that was dope. Uh moving back to EL in a couple weeks. Pretty excited about that. I'm not gonna lie. Shout out to all my niggas at state. You feel me? Moving back. Shout out to the people staying home for real, cause you know COVID is real, and I know how they hoeing on campus. You feel me? They have a. I don't even know what's the the entire deal on campus, but I just know that if like you're in the dorms, you're sick. Like you're literally sick and you're figuratively sick because the precautions they are taking at the current moment are. Just not it for real, especially with them community bathrooms. I don't even know how they about to handle that. But yeah, shout out to my, all my Spartan dogs. You feel me? Go green, go white. You feel me? Like I would pretty. I would. I would say this is probably the most excited I've been to like get back to school type shit. Just because you know, just shit like this. You know, once this gets up and going, I could have you know a couple couple of my home dogs come through, talk they shit. You feel me? Talk about current stuff going on and you know just being being on your own for real well not on your own but you know being independent i know a lot of people do not like it at the crib you know they they ready to get out as soon as possible and i just know like a lot of people just like yeah just you know that feeling of being on your own for real so yeah that's cool uh yeah, what else? Like, man, it's 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 been a lot going on this summer. Not gonna lie, you know, it just started from COVID to the fucking socio-political revolution going on outside. Like, it seemed like every every day or every other thirty minutes, you know, some popping up. My nigga Kobe passed. I ain't gonna lie, I was sick about that one for real. Man, R.I.P. My nigga Kobe, bro. R.I.P. My nigga Kobe. Rest in peace, Breon Taylor. Rest in peace, George Floyd. Rest in peace, Ahmaud Arbery, Elijah McClain, you feel me? Trayvon, Mike Brown, Eric Garner, you feel me? R.I.P. Oyen, I forgot her last, I don't want to mispronounce her last name, but you know, y'all know the story. But yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of crazy to see all of this going on, like, outside, because it's like, damn, like, this is the shit you see. This is shit you, like, you understand the gravity of it, like, in terms of, like, when you read it, but you don't, like, it's another thing to experience it, you know? Like, when you're looking in our history books and we see our ancestors, you feel me, in the sit-ins or in their own riots and, like, the L.A. riots or the Detroit riots, you kind of, you kind of look at it and you like, damn, like, that shit was wild, but on the other hand, you don't really get that full experience of, like, really seeing how much that affects people, because, like... I remember me and my pops, we went to Minnesota to see my older brother a couple weeks. Not even a couple weeks, a couple days for real. After that George Floyd shit. And it was nuts, bro. They had Black Lives Matter posters everywhere, whole bunch of graffiti, whole bunch of places boarded up. Like it was certain areas in the city we couldn't go. Like we couldn't go like in certain parts of Minneapolis. And it was just wild because, you know. Growing up in Detroit, you kind of see the ruins of, like, the old the old riots, you feel me? Like, it's still a whole bunch of burnt down places and shit. But, like, to see the aftermath right after it happens, like, you see that shit on the news. It's kind of nuts, you feel me? 
So, yeah, that was definitely something crazy to see. Hoping everybody out there in Minneapolis, you feel me? That's where my second fam at, so I hope they all all straight. But, yeah, man, it's been a wild year, bro. Like, you would have told me December 31st, 2019, that my nigga Kobe would have died and all this would have happened, bro. I would have been like, hey, let me just chill in 2019 for a little while longer. I ain't going to cap. Because all this shit happened. And now, bro, this shit wild. And it's like, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of, one thing about it is kind of like really showing off like the true nature of like our country, because, you know, as Americans, we kind of live our day-to-day lives and when shit don't really affect us, it's, it's easy to go past and not really pay attention. But now it's kind of, everybody got to sit their ass down in the crib. So you kind of forced to really face the reality of what's going on. And a lot of people are showing their ass. In terms of, you know, just ignorant shit, bro. Like, whew, man. Shit is nuts. Like, when you start seeing, like, the niggas who don't fuck with Black Lives Matter, the niggas who, the niggas, like, one thing that gets to me is the people who just don't say nothing. Like, you feel me? Like, you can't just act like this shit not going on. But, you feel me? You don't got to be no damn social justice warrior or nothing. But, damn, bro, you can't post in solidarity or some shit, bro. You over here posting and you gonna be good fit. I mean, yeah, get your fit pics off, my nigga. But damn, like you can't post a link, a GoFundMe. You can't sign a petition, my nigga. <laughs> Shit like that, you know. You just kind of start to notice, and maybe some people are, you know, trying to avoid that because you know that's a harsh. It's a harsh reality to really deal with, but you feel me? It's it's reality. Oh shit. <laughs> The home girl just texting me. She's talking about she drunk. But yeah, bro, it's like a harsh reality to really come to terms with. But you know, you gotta live that shit, bro. Like one of my biggest things is I always want to be on the right side of history. No matter like what the issue is. So if something's happening, I don't wanna be the nigga that's like, oh yeah. He was the one nigga not going he was the one nigga not in, out in the streets or posting anything like I understand if you don't want to go to protest, bro, but you for sure got to, you got to do something and let people know you on the right side. You feel me? Because silence is damn near the other side. Well, yeah. Shit. <laughs> but in other news, though, other, other than all the, you know, Black Lives Matter things and the, the death and the coronavirus, it's just like, as of recently, you feel me, people really showing their ass when it comes to relationships, not just relationships, but just like sex, sexual education, like a lot of niggas didn't really go to their sex ed class, and it's starting to show now, because like, <laughs> at the beginning of June 1st, you feel me, that's when everybody started coming about, the, coming out about their sexual encounters, and with all the assault and shit, and this, whew, to say it's discouraging, is an understatement like you would never think that that so many niggas do not know basic rules in terms of you know sexual encounters that shit really blew me because like i was coming off looking from my perspective i'm looking at all right yeah i'm one of the niggas that's gonna be like oh yeah niggas are for sure trash you feel me like niggas is trash like honestly you feel me? It's cases of where niggas 
are, you know, good. There are great men in the world for sure, but as a majority, I would say like niggas have like a certain allotment of trash in them, and it's just a matter of like dealing with that trash and getting it out of you. Really, just humans too, in general. But seeing that, like, kind of, it kind of made me think, like, damn, like, what am I doing wrong? You feel me? Because you you look at that shit, like, damn, you done see people that <coughs> that you done dabbed up before. You like, damn, bro, you you moving like that? Like, bro. Yeah, it's a very fucked up situation, but, you know, my stance on it is niggas is trash, and they need to be taught, and if they, you feel me, if they on some bullshit, get them out of here, <laughs> get them out the pack, easy as that, and now I can definitely feel the, the Eddie starting to kick in, so. Niggas might start. I ain't gonna talk talking slower, but you feel me? For sure, hit it. But yeah, that was definitely a, a, a enlightening one. Yeah, it put a lot of niggas in the light. You feel me? A lot of niggas was thinking like niggas in the 1860s, you know, in terms of, you know, how they deal with women. So I hope this is a rude awakening for a lot of niggas that, you know, that just don't get. Just, that aren't good with girls and feel the need to insert unnecessary aggression to certain things. It's like, nigga, you're lying. Like, bro, consent is always the answer. Always ask for consent. You, know, you don't got to forcefully get no no coochie, bro. Like I said, it's not the answer. But yeah, uh, what else is going on, bro? My nigga Kanye going through it, bro. He off that Lexi Pro talk once again, and it's it's so ass to see because you know, like, you really know the capabilities of this nigga in the musical aspect, but you just see only thing only thing he's displaying as of late is just haywire thinking type shit. Like this nigga over here wearing bulletproof vest, taking presidential campaigns and shit like bro just go ahead sit down tap in with the little tap in with the pro tools you feel me tap in with your little npc tap in with the fully loops if you need to bro but just and i'm, I'm kind of happy like he's starting to separate himself from the kardashians i feel like that was just a catalyst for all that shit to go down like once when he lost his mom second just fame in general like family changing is and then you just happen to be in the most, you know, spotlighted family in all of the world, damn near. Like, who who do we know more than the Kardashians than, like, maybe British royalty or something like that? But, yeah, that was, it's kind of nuts to see him, like, kind of crumble. Like, I guess people like watching a train crash, but it's like, if it's a train that you've traveled on, it's kind of ass. It's like, damn, like, you know, like. Like if the niggas, if niggas was to shut down the Detroit Princess forever, or that nigga, or that shit was just like to look trashy, or that's a bad example. What's a good example of that? Like the bus you, like the bus you went on for school. Like if you saw like your bus driver 
in the streets on crack. It would make you feel the way. It's like, damn, Mr. Johnson, you used to take me to school every morning. Now you, you feel me? I done had good memories on your bus. Now you over here asking niggas for crack. Nigga, you offering to suck dick and shit. It's kind of like that feeling. It's like your favorite teacher that put you head to some shit. And, and, you know, social studies, they done got locked up. Or they not, not like locked up. They're just crazy now. They in like a mental institution. But this is after like they don't want to teach in wars. Like they don't got promoted to principal. All that shit. But yeah. And also the NBA is back shit. I ain't been watching it though. Something about like. It's giving me lockout vibes. NBA lockout vibes. I feel like real niggas who remember the lockout. That was a great time but. The thing that made it great was not, like, the live shit. It was the hoop mixtape. And, unfortunately, now, like, Ballers Life, they still make mixtapes, but you can't really make a hoop mixtape for an NBA game. You know what I mean? Because it's an NBA game. Like, niggas about to get heli, heli copyrights, like, heli lawsuits. So, you kind of got to make do. I mean, because I like watching basketball, but it's, I don't know. It's something about, something about the crowd, like, you know. I just like hoop, so if I'm watching hoop, I'll watch hoop, but it's like, I don't really have that desire to watch hoop as I once did before. Especially, like, knowing that it's not, like, the actual rosters, like, these some impromptu shits. But, like, hoop makes tape, like, in terms of, like, ballers life now, like, I'll watch it every now and again, like, just to see who cold, but, like, it's not like something I was, like, religiously doing, like, I remember back in High school niggas was religiously watch a hoop mixtape, boy. Good Akil Carr, nigga. Good John Wally. Uh, good Trey Jefferson. Good Marcus Levette. All the real niggas on the names I'm pulling up. You feel me? Who else was? Who else had a cold mixtape? Like Dennis Smith, yes sir. Dennis Smith for sure had that. Had that John Rockin. Who else? Uh, Lucky Andrew Wiggins. He was getting up. I ain't gonna lie. He was getting up seventh woods. I'm sick that nigga tanked. Like that's really like a crazy talking about like basketball. Like you really start to be see the like the talent difference on these niggas. Like how can a nigga that was so beastly in high school, like seven woods, get to college and just be mid? Like, bro, what? And it's not like even that like he's just mid. In general, like, no, like, he's better than 99.9% of the niggas on this earth. But he just happens to be playing with the mother niggas that's in the 99 percentile or some shit. And he's just, in that variation, he just happens to be in the mid-tier. Like, that's crazy. Like, because if he was to play, play at, like, a Central Michigan or, uh, or a Mac college, I feel like he, that nigga would probably be averaging, like, 20 a game. But easy. Or like, what's good? Like eighteen a game. That's good college numbers. But like at UNC, fucking, what's that shit? Not the Big East. The ACC, bros mid, like mid as hell. Barely getting PT. Like, come on. But and then he'll probably he could probably go pro like in another league too. Like that's just showing how crazy it is over there. Like you can still play pro. And motherfucking uh, Australia get buckets. Mm. But yeah, shout out my nigga Seth Woods though. But yeah, man. 
who makes sense really just don't ring off like it. Cause I think what was the, the like the difference is niggas stop using go go beats. Cause like real niggas know every time you heard, hey, it's the best kept secret, you knew that bitch was about to rock. Like you know that you for sure knew that mixtape was about to hit. And now it's just like the the editing got better, but the music, bro, the music is such an integral part of the hoop mixtape, and I feel like that's been kind of like a lost thing about it. Like the music just be like mid, they be putting like some cool music, like nah, bro, you gotta turn that bitch up. And like speaking on high school sports, I feel like the impact that Colin Sexton had on college hoop, I mean, not college hoop, but high school hoop, is kind of like crazy because. Why all these niggas like to play the defense with their fist balled up now? That shit's so baffling to me. Like, it's not it's not good defense. Like, niggas be, like, real aggressive on the defensive. Like, you can be aggressive on the defensive end, but niggas in that bitch looking like they about to have a temper tantrum on defense. And then, like, they got their hands balled up, they breathing. I'm like, bro, like, just get in the, you feel me? Just squat and put your hands out. You don't got to do all this extra shit. Like, that nigga really influenced High school sports crazy. Like, he had a whole bunch of people thinking it was Young Bull. He had niggas taping their wrist. He had niggas playing defense with their fist balled up and super, like, super, like, temperish. Like, these niggas would just be ready to fire off on niggas. I'm like, no, bro. Like, him, like, in terms of, like, talking about high school basketball legends in terms of, like, impact, he's up there with, like, I feel like Jelly Fam is one. Jelly Fam, like them, when they first got crazy, bro. Every nigga across the United States of America, no, damn near in the world, was trying to hit that bitch. Good Jelly Roll, you feel me? And before it was just you know, just finishing around the rim, but now they turned that into a whole lifestyle, like a whole playing style. Like, can you Jelly? Like, can you? Is your what's your finger roll package looking like? You feel me? All that, like they was really adding some flair to it, like so now niggas doing freaky layups. Be like jelly, like then came fillet. You feel me? He fillet is nice. People be sleeping on fillet. Like I think he a he a pro in Canada right now. I think he just left that team, y'all. Like he he got that package. Pause. <laughs> but yeah, like fillet was another one. I can't really think of like. All the other dudes who, like, really impacted basketball was just, like, they were just impactful because they were just so dominant. Like, I remember when Harry Giles, real niggas remember Harry Giles. I thought that nigga was about to be a dog. And he, he still, like, he had a pros, too. But, you feel me? I thought that they had bro later. Like, he was about to be the next uh DeMarcus Cousins or something, bro. He over there. Well, not, yeah, not DeMarcus Cousins now, but Sacramento DeMarcus Cousins. You feel me? Talented big man. Like an AD type, yeah. AD like AD is probably the only player I know that's like really fulfilled everything niggas said about him. Like high school dog, and he was just OP at high school because that nigga was just so tall. But then he got to Kentucky, and it was just OP, and he was like the main factor because of that. Like, bro, why was he so OP? Like them niggas was really blowing out everybody except Indiana. And getting it easy, like, bro, niggas, 30-ball and cold teams, like, Big Ten, Big East. 
them type teams. Not like the mid-majors, you feel me? Shout out to the mid-majors, though, but you know. And then, like, bro, just got to the league first first game. <laughs> Olympics. Get money. Gold medal. Playing with Brown and Cole. <laughs> Easy. Next, <laughs> shit, next, Pelicans. <laughs> Lottery pick, you feel me? Rookie of the year type stats, nigga. Turned into a dog. Like, like, he's just, like, he's really fulfilled, like, the prophecy. Besides, like, Brian. Niggas knew Brown was about to be golden. Niggas ain't know, like, Kawhi Leonard was about to be golden. That nigga was just a quiet nigga who just got some buckets. Next thing you know, this nigga finals MVP. Like, man. Or Paul George, like, nigga went to Fresno State. I ain't never seen one Fresno State basketball game broadcasted, but, hey, nigga's nice now. Kyrie. Uh, niggas knew Kyrie was about to be solid. That's just it. That's just it. That's just because that nigga's, like, generational. Shit, what else is going on? Uh, next topic. For sure, been digging in. Trying to get different with my Apple Music lately. I've been listening to it. What have I been listening to a lot? Shit, hope as always, for real as always. Uh, Shout out Early Mac. He just put out some. Shout out my nigga Jay from, uh, shout out my nigga Jay, Jayla from Exclusive. He just put out that one song, that 525 shit. That shit is hard. Need the rest of that tape. What have I been listening to lately, though? Oh, I just listened to that half a meal that just came out. And I was listening to some, uh, I Am Sue. Shout out to Bay. Uh... Of course, my guy, Currency. <laughs> and my nigga, Lupe. My nigga, Lupe put out a uh, project. That shit, that shit was funny. That nigga made a song paying homage to dinosaurs. I was over there like, damn. Did I just hit the blunt? You feel me? <laughs> did I hit the blunt? Because this nigga just can't be talking about prehistoric dinosaurs, my nigga. Like, goodness. But... What else? Uh, shout out my nigga Lil Blade. I been bumping that uh, that Blade project. Colors Future. Me and my nigga Nate was just talking about that. Like my nigga Future has had a great year. Aside from like the obvious like child support, like just getting well, he probably he ain't even getting milk, bro. But aside from like that fiasco, he just been getting money. In terms of like features, like did y'all hear that nigga on snitching, bro? That nigga on snitching spaz, bro. <laughs> like, and I get it, like future is not a role model. Like you shouldn't be modeling your ashes after future, but damn, that nigga knows how to make living a unmoral lifestyle sound amazing over instrumentals. <laughs> Ugh, but why is this nigga on the TL pouring orange juice into a that should look like beer? Probably is. I think it's wow. But I don't. Uh, I mean, you probably can't go wrong. Like orange juice is that one, one of those one juices that just go right with liquor. Like, it just go right. I feel like it's because orange juice has like a weird aftertaste already. So like now niggas are like, yeah, let me just put it with this this Tito's. Also, for sure, probably the funniest thing I saw today was that uh, niggas looking at that that little dirt video on Twitter. 
nigga talking about, yeah, watch your homie. But they put that nigga in the video on ITV. That nigga was tumbling. You know, <laughs> bro fell off that, off the ATV and was tumbling in the grass like he like he'd be very much injured. And this nigga, little dirt busy harmonizing like, bro, go check up on this man. Like, take him to the hospital. He probably has birds. <laughs> probably he's broken a limb. Shit, now I'm scrolling down the TL though. See my nigga Nate. Shout out Nate. Had a nice little shoot with bro and uh Dre the other day. That was smooth. Saw some freaky ass whips. Like using Royal Luck. Come on, Michigan niggas know. Royal Luck? My Royal Luck like mid tier suburb. Like you might see some cold whips. No, well nah. Yeah. Royal Luck is a suburb. Like you for sure gonna see some nice shit out there. Bro, is this a video of Lady Gaga twerking, bro? I ain't gonna lie. I ain't no guy. Wait, no. That's not. Oh, that's Doja Cat. Never... <laughs> hey, yo. Hey, I should love key blocker. Because why she putting all this Doja Cat on my TL, bro? I ain't trying to see her. She was, in, she was for showing Rachel chat room was showing feet. Good on that. She had a wild year too. Like it was at one point, I thought she was next damn near. And her ass got exposed. All up in the racial chat rooms, acting her ass, talking about uh, the incels. <laughs> That's such a funny term, bro. Like involuntarily celibate is like in the call it again incel. You know, like. That's not even why you just trying to be mean. You just like stating the facts. You just you you just mass celibate, bro. <laughs> you just mass celibate. Shit, nah, bro. I'm throwing IG. See my nigga Josh. Like this nigga Josh is a funny. He's a funny dude, bro. Like not a lot of people know me and me and Josh were like like Josh was for sure my first friend at Michigan State. I remember we met each other at AOP, and how I met him was, I was just walking through the lunchroom my first day, you know, the calf, I mean, the lunchroom, but I was walking through the calf, and I was for sure looking for the first black person I saw, and just be cool with them, and you feel me, he was that black person, and instantly we just hit it off, what's up, my name's Zeke, what up, Josh, where you from, Harper Woods? fuck is that Detroit and then we just been cool but like Josh is like funny because like he lives a troll lifestyle for real like that nigga is an elite troller like he he doesn't just troll for fun like no, that's a lifestyle for him but like the funny shit is like if you don't know Josh like that you won't think like he's trolling but like once you know it he becomes hilarious because of <laughs> Like, he'll say something, you just be like, what? And then you just look at him, he over there smiling. He'd be like, oh, yeah, that's just that's Josh, Josh being Josh. But, yeah, man. Josh was, Josh was my first friend because I didn't go to Magic enough. I didn't know Magic was hitting for real. So, he was, like, my first black friend. He helped me, like, he put me in, uh, he was throwing me in the group chats with, like, other people, like, MSU type shit. He was the reason I found out about, like, group me. And all that, cause I didn't even know what group me was before. So I better not find group me, man. My whole career would have been crazy. 
Hey, bro. Hey, that's so nice. I'm looking on IG right now. And the headline is, the entire TCU football team, this is a D1 team, reportedly walked out of, of walked out of a team meeting because the head coach said the N-word with a hard R, bro. Hey, bro, like, like, I'm surprised, like, this is probably not the first time that's happened. That's probably, like, the first time niggas, like, didn't do nothing about it because, like, but even though, like, nigga, we in 2020, and you getting off, nigger, <laughs> not my nigga, not nigga, nigger, bro, nigger. Like, oh, the blacks don't, like, black people don't need to use, black people don't need to, like, see, look, I'm, I'm fucking, I'm saying the blacks, like, black people don't use nigger, bro, like, niggas use nigger, and, like, they're going, that's, like, extreme comedy, like, when niggas say nigger, it's, like, we put, we're, we're taking that, such, such a, a rash term when not used by us and making it less rash by it's so they get a comedy. But to use that <laughs> when you know a good at least sixty five percent of your team is probably black. And no knowing that it's a SEC Yeah, wait, it's TCU SEC team, but a D one school and you doing some shit like that, bro. Oh no, TCU's a Big 12 team. But yeah, a Big 12 team where you need a, a copious amounts of extremely gifted athletes that so that just so happened to be of the African American descent. And to do that, bro, like and this kind of that's like wild cuz it's like it shows you how far white people can get in a life off like the the most mediocre the mediocre sense of social awareness you know like if you can get if you can have a successful life and become a d1 coach in the big 12 one of the most competitive you feel me arenas of college football and you and you still using the n-word my nigga the hard r n-word you call it dog you call your players snickers bro and you know it was something about like what recently happened he's like well you know I don't, I don't like what happened to those, those people, right? But yeah, I, I, I don't like it at all. But as players, you have a moral code to the game, to your teammates, to, to your families, and one of those is honoring the flag that flies above you every Saturday. We are all playing football. And so, by no means will I tolerate any of that Colin Kaepernick bullshit. And kneeling during the anthem, that is unacceptable. You will respect the flag and the meaning behind it. And one player's like, what, slavery? He's like, no, heritage. And I'll be damned if I catch one of you guys out at one of those motherfucking protests, riots. Those are riots, bro. Those are rights. And, you know, honestly, 
I don't think uh, I think highly of you all, but out there those are those are true diggers. Breaking all of those rest breaking all those Wendy's and Joy stores and Walmarts. If not right, those are niggers. And they play as just like like I really chose to commit myself to playing football for this nigga, bro. And this nigga is saying nigger with a hard R. Like, bro, I signed a scholarship. I let this nigga into my house. I let this nigga recruit me. All the while, this nigga is at the crib. Talking like he an extra Django. Like, <clears throat> you know how sick I would be? Like, bro, I wouldn't be surprised if half that roster entered the transfer portal. No cap. No cap. <laughs> them niggas gonna be them niggas gonna be the whitest team ever after this shit. They gonna be the whitest. Even they white boys. Like, well, yeah, all the people of color leaving. So that's black people. You feel me? Latinx. You feel me? Latinos. The Nigerian niggas, cause they black too. Shout out my Nigerians. Polynesian people, because they're going to feel the way they people of color, too. they probably getting killed at disproportionate rates as well, but you feel me? Who else leaving? The woke, the white, the woke white niggas or the aware ones? I can't, I can't coach. Like, there's no point. All the, all the black people left. We can't even win. That team going to be looking like, bro. That team's going to be looking like the Duke. Well, not even the Duke. What's like the whitest team? No, the the Wisconsin of college football. You know how like Wisconsin is like historically known for like being all white, like a white boy's favorite basketball team. That's about to be TCU for the next couple of years. What's about to be looking like Wisconsin, uh, Gonzaga. I think Gonzaga's one of them. UC Irvine. Um, Indiana. Well, not so much anymore, but Indiana for sure. Well, no, not Indiana. We're not going to go say Indiana. Duke. That used to be Duke, no cap. They had one nigga on the team. They had one nigga on the team. Grant Hill. <laughs> one nigga on the team. Shane Battier. Exactly the type of nigga that you would see go to Duke. But, yeah, they're going to be like how those those call teams with great ball movement and, and basketball be for like the next they about to have like the best technical shit not even the best technical shit but you know the most the most like <laughs> efficient pass <laughs> it's like what's the equivalent to shooting because you know like all white teams are characterized by having good shooting like what's shooting in football what are you saying Passing like they'll be like, like, but they can't even be a cold passing team because, like, all right, receivers, bro, you're not winning with a team of only Wes Walker's on your team, bro. You need a Julio, <laughs> like, no cap, you can't have four slots, bro. All them niggas gonna be wearing slants, they go run into each other, <laughs> quick slants. <laughs> the only plan to play with quick slants, yeah, bro. You can't just do it, you can't just get away, like, he gotta get fired, he can't have no coaching. If you still say a nigger, like, I feel like if you still say a nigger in any arena, like, that you work in any field, you should just be, like, deported to to poverty. <laughs> you just have to, bro. 
like they just strip you like the next day. Like if they find out you here, you saying the word nigga, you just the next day the nigga police her at your crib. Like, yeah, bro, you gotta be poor now. You gotta you gotta struggle to to feel like the, the oppressed. That's so nuts. <laughs> That's a nice thing to really say, bro. That nigga really said nigga to a team of predominantly black folks in a black dominated sport. Like let like let other teams hear that, bro. Oh, they can't we can't lose to TCU, bro. They coach they head coach be saying nigga. Like niggas getting thrashed now. They can't win no games because that's them their white power. That's white power succeeding. If TCU win, win any games next year, that's white power in effect. Cause ain't no way this nigga's supposed to win with your head coach calling people niggas. Ain't no way. Ain't no way. That's funny, bro. That's so nuts. Yeah, bro. What was I talking? I don't know how I'm gonna get out. Put my phone down now. <laughs> that really good. Let me pop back for a ground. Back on Twitter. Recently, I've been watching The Wire, bro. That shit's so good. <laughs> Talk about you've been kidnapped. And your kidnappers allow you to keep your social media and tweet like everything's all right. Nigga said, I love the East Side. <laughs> I love this East Side as this nigga cry for help. I would have for sure thought him to say, I love it here or something. But nah, bro, he said the East Side. What was my. What was my what would my statement be? It'd probably be like Pharrell's, Pharrell's ass, bro. What? <laughs> niggas out here don't like the, the, the Chappelle show? <laughs> what type of young nigga shit is that? Someone in the mind talk about, hey. And one. <laughs> My nigga Wale makes that legendary mixtape. Mixtape about nothing, bro. Niggas gotta give Wale his flowers. Ooh. Niggas, niggas looking on Twitter and they see a picture of some Egyptian sandals that's like cold. Some ancient Egyptian one. They talk about drip is really in our DNA. Like these niggas in ancient Egypt had cold sandals, nigga. With inscriptions in them. Like, bro, what? Yeah. Like, imagine being in ancient Egypt, bro. That's a funny predicament. <laughs> my nigga, hey, you see that new pyramid getting built? Hell yeah, my cousin working on that bitch, bro. He getting overtime hours. Word. You think you can get a nigga hired over there? Shit, I might. My cousin, my cousin, not a, uh, not a boss. Well, you know the boss, dumbass. He worked there. Hey, shut up, bro. <laughs> Like, hey, you see them new, uh, you see them new King Tut shoot, King Tut Sevens, bro? Yeah, yeah, I seen them King Tut Sevens, bro. Them bitches hard. I'm about to go to, uh, what's the addition? Foot Locker, Foot Pyramid, nigga. 
<laughs> Niggas had it. Hey, I'm about to have the foot pyramid the next day, bro. Give me some of them. Foot hut, nigga. Like the man, the stallion of a day. It's, uh, I don't know, the Sweetie of that day. It's Nefertiti. <laughs> I can't make no jokes about making the stallion, bro. I gotta let her heal. <laughs> that shit would be having me pissed with it. Like, bro, why is making the stallion being shot? Why? Why? Why do you have guns around Megan Thee Stallion, bro? I feel like people like Megan Thee Stallion should have, like, force fields to, like, deter every, all the bullshit away from them. Like, if you're a real nigga or you're, like, a real-ass person, like, a, a good person, you just have, like, a force field, like, like, a, a physical force field. Like, it doesn't, it's not like something you rock, she will rock, but, like, you can feel it like once you get in her presence, you just repel if you have like any type of firearm or weapon with the intent of harming her. Yeah, bro. Back to ancient Egypt. Imagine them coming out with them King Tut Sevens, bro. New sandals coming out. You see that new drip? Hell yeah, bro. I saw the hieroglyphics on the hieroglyphics last night. <laughs> the hieroglyphics, Tia. Niggas reading the hieroglyphics laughing. They're like, hey, bro, come check this out. Nigga said fish, fish, dog, fish, man, with stick. This nigga talking about, <laughs> hey, that nigga funny as hell, bro. That nigga only come out with bangers. Only tweet bangers on the hieroglyphic tab, nigga. Like, imagine seeing a, a meme that Kunia form. Nigga, Atrus Sumerian tablets, nigga. Atrus Sumerian memes. Hey, that's funny as hell. <laughs> nigga, imagine, like, what did, what the niggas get laughs out of in, like, the ancient days? Because, like, imagine you were, like, a Roman. And, like, the niggas finding a Colosseum. Y'all niggas go there for a comedy show. This nigga getting his head ripped off. <laughs> and, like, ha, ha, ha. Shouldn't the fuck with Caesar. Like, them niggas had to be sick, bro. Them niggas ain't had no sense of joy. Well, I guess. Like, what was they Twitter? Like, they would probably go down to, like, a watering hole and watch animals fall down that bitch. Like, I don't know. It's something to think about. Shit, I'm about to... I think I'm about to end this off, though. Because I'm high as shit. Well, no, I should probably, probably keep going, but I feel like I'm about to get some food, so... Yeah, after that, I probably... I'll probably watch something so these are uh, y'all don't feel like thinking no more i don't feel like talking so yeah this is the pilot the home team podcast your boy zq go peace